The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 133 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, and the Spurs coming straight to you from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. The Spurs lost possibly the biggest upset loss of the season. Wink, wink. But uh, a lot of guys were missing from this game. And uh, the Houston Rockets, who have the worst record in the NBA, end up beating us by 12, a final score of 122 to 110. That improves the Rockets' record to 14 wins, 49 losses overall, and drops the Spurs to 16 and 48 record overall. Drew, what were your thoughts about this matchup against the Rockets? This is an intriguing one to me. Yeah, I think we had a lot of guys out. Once I saw Kevin, I mean, Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell out, I thought we had. A very slim chance to win this game. I did think Jeremy Sohan had a pretty good game, but the Rockets ended up winning by 12. They had good nights from Kenyon Martin Jr. and Jalen Green and Tari Eason, who was great. I think he was one of the best prospects of this draft. And we came up short. Didn't really shoot the ball very well, shooting 44% from the field and 40% from the three-point line. That is my thoughts on this game. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys were, were out and – you know, we had a lot of different guys play roles for the Spurs that maybe don't normally do. And, uh, you know, some guys that really stood out to me, obviously we'll get to these guys here in our top two, bottom two segment, but I really liked Devontae Graham's game. I liked what uh, Trey Jones did. That was just a solid outing for him. Kata Bates, up had a pretty good night for the Spurs. Uh, Zach, I mean, really our starting five did well. Just the depth is just very inexperienced. We had uh, Julian Champagne, who's just recently signed with us a yeah. few weeks ago. Sand, uh, Sandro Mamu. I don't know Yeah, it. yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he came in and did some stuff for the Spurs. Dominic Barlow came in. Bassey. Romeo Langford was back. And, of course, Blake Wesley. So, you know, we had a lot of guys trying to step up and prove themselves and prove themselves as NBA players. But, uh Anyway, we, we got the loss, and that's kind of where we where we stand on this one. Now it's time for our Tankathon segment, and let's do tonight's mock draft and see where the Spurs land. We are still sitting with the third worst overall record in the NBA. And tonight, <laughs> tonight we moved up to number one, and uh, this would be Victor Webanyama. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, you will whether it's with the Spurs or somebody else, but he is a once-in-a-lifetime prospect. We already know. We've talked about Vic a lot. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. 7'4", 220 pounds, and can hit the three, and a great defender, and just talented guy. So if we get Vic, great. I'm trying to personally take my focus away from that because I'm trying to look at a top-five selection just because I don't want to be disappointed on yeah. lottery night. But uh, anyway, that's where we land with the Tankathon segment. Who were your top two players for this game, Drew? Oh, yeah. For my number one on the top two, I went with Devontae Graham, who just shot the ball amazingly that game. He had 28 points, four assists, two rebounds. He shot 7 of 15 from the field, 
in 7 of 12 from the three-point line. Devontae Graham really has a green light on this young Spurs team, and he's really showed that he's a really good three-point shooter in this league. So he's my number one. My number two on the top two was Charles Bassey. He had 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and shot 7 of 8 from the field in 19 minutes. So those are my top two. Let's hear who you have. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big-time Bassey fan, um, obviously, as you know. And I just realized we didn't play the pop interview, so we're going to do a halftime split between our top two, bottom two, to listen to the Greg yeah. Popovich postgame interview. Um, but I'm going to get to my top two. I also had Devontae Graham as my number one. I agree with you, Drew. Just a great night for him. Seven of 12, three-point shooting. He is – Devontae Graham, to me, seems like a feast or famine guy. He's either going to be lights out and really hitting or that shot – Yeah, that shot just is not going to be falling. But the 28 points and the seven threes really stood out to me. My number two, I didn't – shocker, I didn't have Charles Bassey as my number two. I had Zach Collins. Um, he had 14 points, 10 boards, and was uh, 2 of 4 shooting from 3-point land. Uh, he also had 3 assists, 2 steals, and 1 block, so he filled up the stat sheet. I really like Zach Collins' game, so that was my top 2. Now, for our intermission, before we get to our bottom 2, we're going to listen to Greg Popovich's post-game comments about the Rockets game. I think they did well. Uh, you know, they don't really know too much about what we're doing, but... Uh, that cut it. He was talking about they don't know about what we're doing. He's talking about all the new players. Seemed like good guys and uh, jumped right in and tried to do what we wanted to do. I think overall, uh, really pleased with the effort. You know, all those different lineups that they're making difficult for those guys uh, in trying to run too much. Uh, but their effort is great. Uh, we didn't shoot the ball in the second half very well. 33% overall. And 25 from three, so that's going to make the half tough. But we turned it over some more, gave up 10 more points on turnovers, 25 in all for the night. So if you're not shooting it well in, the, in that second half and you're turning it over, you're going to have a problem. But I give them credit. I thought they were more physical than we were, uh, and they, they had a little bit more bounce in their step uh, defensively, I thought, and they ran us pretty good after our turnover. So uh, it was easy for them to score and get in the paint. How has, how has Zach been? Uh, now? Zach's been great. He's wonderful. He's After sitting out two years, he's really progressed, uh, feeling more confident and comfortable, uh, shooting the basketball. His aggressiveness is back, so he's he's been great. Did Devontae get the green light? Devontae's a shooter. He's always got the green light. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a player... Like Hulk Hogan, their jersey. Before. That was the first for me. Not even Mario Williams. Yeah, 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 Mario was tough enough to do that, but he never did do that. <laughs> All right, have a good night. All right, so that's Popovich's comments. The Hulk Hogan, the jersey, I thought was pretty funny. Um, but uh, it is what it is. Um, Spurs dropped to the drop to the Rockets. Now it's time for our bottom two. Drew, who are your bottom two? Yeah, for my number one on the bottom two, with Blake Wesley, who came off the bench. He played 23 minutes, but didn't hit a single shot. He shot 0 of 6 from the field and 0 of 2 from the three-point line and had two points, so he goes on my number one. My second on the bottom two was Romeo Langford, who has been struggling as of late. He had 13 minutes and shot 1 of 5 from the field and 0 of 2 from the three-point line and three points, so he will go to the number two on the bottom two. All right, well, I had Blake Wesley also as my number one. Just not a great night for him overall, and, and he had a lot of minutes. That was 23 minutes, but 
the O of six shooting uh, just didn't didn't sit well with me. The two turnovers didn't sit well with me. So Blake Wesley's my number one on the bottom two. My number two was uh, Dominic Barlow, uh, just because a big goose egg, and that's in 15 minutes of play. I, I will have to add, he did have four rebounds, which I was really proud of. But uh, yeah, the zero points, just zero shots, just uh, that's why he's on my bottom two. All right, now it's time for the segment of our show called the Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Brandon in Ingram, Texas. Brandon's question is, what do you guys think about the Isaiah Roby release and the Sandro (laughs) signing? Drew, what do you think about this move for the Spurs, the Roby gone, and then Sandro on the Spurs? Yeah, so Isaiah Roby, I think he really was disappointed with this time with the Spurs. I was expecting him to do a lot more. Um, I didn't really play a lot. He was good with the Thunder. I think he should have stayed on the Thunder, honestly. But I'm not going to complain. But our new signing, I don't know much about the guy. Where did he come from? The Bucks. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks. He didn't play much minutes there, though. No? I think he's a good signing. He'll probably be at the end of the bench guy. But he might get some minutes for us, though. Um, with in, a lot of injuries, he'll probably play in this game too. Yeah, in that Rockets game, he had uh, six points and two rebounds and hit two threes. Now, here's the deal about Sandro or Sandro. He's six foot ten, two hundred forty pounds, and he knocked down two threes. Another little known fact about him: he went to college at Seton Hall, and he was the Big East Player of the Year, and that's a pretty strong basketball conference. So, I mean. He's definitely a unique addition. I thought Isaiah Roby, we could see that earlier on. You'll hear us in some earlier episodes if you listen to it. But we were talking, he was just kind of phasing himself out. Uh, the minutes you could see him cut a little bit. And I think the Roby acquisition and the, just the timing of it with like the Jeremy Sohan acquisition, I think you didn't realize how well Sohan was going to develop, which cut into Roby's minutes. And, uh, you know, that's just... Not everybody can play. Not everybody can get the minutes. So I think I like it. I, I think I like our new move. I, I didn't think Roby had a role. And you're right, probably a bottom-of-the-bench guy. Yeah, but I he's agree. young. He's 23. He, that's what I'm saying. He averaged 18 points in college. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll see how it plays out. But if, if nothing else, it gives us depth at the end of the bench. All right. Now it's time for the segment of our show, This Day in Spurs History. Drew, what do you have for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to March 4th, 1988 where the San Antonio Spurs faced the Sacramento Kings in San Antonio. We had a battle between two not-so-good teams, but they put on a show for the fans in this game. The Kings ended up barely winning this game 134-132, to but the San Antonio Spurs had four guys with 20-plus points. Our leading scorer in this game was Mike Mitchell, who came off the bench. He had 28 points and six rebounds. Our second leading scorer was Alvin Robertson, who had 25 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists. We had Johnny Dawkins, who had 25 points, 3 rebounds, 10 assists. And Frank Brikowski, who had 20 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Also had Walter Berry, who chipped in with 16, 7, and 3. What? Uh, I'm just looking at the date. Yeah, so this was March 4th, 1988, and the Kings barely got us, but a very high-scoring game. Yeah, well, that brought back fond memories just because – I was looking at it as a young young kid. I played uh, Little League basketball. And I've probably said this on an episode before, but I'm going to say it again. Frank Burkowski was always the guy I saw inbounding it as an 11-year-old boy. 
And so when I played basketball, I would want to be the guy inbounding it because I wanted to be like Frank Burkowski. And so they were a lot of fun. I love Greg Cadillac Anderson. Alvin Robinson, of course, was one of our best players that didn't have any playoff success, basically, for the Spurs. But he was really solid. But great, great team, great throwback. Thanks for that, Drew. All right, now it's time to preview the upcoming game, and we got the back-to-back -back night with the Houston Rockets. We traveled from San Antonio up to Houston to play the Rockets. Uh, I don't know if we need to break down the Rockets. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to tell us about them since we did last episode, or just briefly? I want to talk about some of the injuries we have. Yeah, because yeah, I think we have a lot of injuries. I'm pretty sure Jeremy Sohan, Zach Collins, Doug McDermott. And Trey Jones are all out. There might be somebody else. So a lot of injuries going into this game. But Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell are back for this game. So that could help a lot. So I think we might get this win. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I think we're going to get this win. I do. I think that was kind of part of the method behind the madness of resting the stars. But my player to go off is going to be Mr. Uh, I'm going to go with Devin Vassell. I think he's going to have a big night. I think he's fresh. I think they're probably going to limit his last time it was 23 minutes. I think he's probably going to get about 25, just a couple more minutes. But I see Devin Vassell having a big night. I'm going to say 20 points and uh, probably five or six assists and uh, two steals. What about you? I'm going to go with Malachi Branham as my player to go off. I'm going to go with the other guard that's starting tonight. He's going to be my player to go off and my prediction for this game. Give me the San Antonio Spurs to win this game by 26. Wow, 20. Six, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I don't have it by that much. Um, I'm actually, I think the Spurs are going to get them by 10. I think it's going to be a very young player showcase, but I have a feeling the Spurs will win this one. So that brings us to the end of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Um, it's been great. We're coming on the stretch drive of the season, and, uh, you know, there's only a few more weeks left in this season, and uh, we're less than two months away from the lottery that everybody's waiting for. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening, and as always, go Spurs, go!